Hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, Ricky J from the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast channel. Don't forget, if you're thinking about moving anywhere to and in or around British Columbia, all over British Columbia, give us a call. The number will be down below. We definitely got your back if you're thinking about moving around in British Columbia or to British Columbia. Also, like, comment, and subscribe to this channel if you want to learn all about living in BC. We're going to be giving Jeff Chatta, JC Holmes, a call here to see what he thinks about the market potentially cooling off next year in 2022. Let's give him a call, see what he says. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? It's me, Ricky, from the BC Real Estate Podcast, the show we do together. <laughs> What's up, Rick? How's it going, buddy? Good, good. How are you? Uh, just uh, had to get my car for servicing, so do uh, get my car for servicing, so I'm driving a nice little currency car. Oh, nice, nice. So you're downgrading. Uh, well, for the temporary time being until I get my vehicle back, yeah, I would say so. Oh, all right. Won't take too much uh, of your time up there today. Do you feel that the Canadian housing market will cool down next year going into the first quarter of 2022 and beyond? I know it's a loaded question, but we'd love your expertise on this question. Well, okay, you know what, Greg? It's a good question. I've been asked, I've been getting asked that question a lot uh, recently, especially with. Um, the unfortunate events that happened in the Fraser Valley here, uh, you know, Abbotsford, Hope, Merritt, all that stuff with the flooding, right? So uh, it, it's drawn a lot of questions in terms of our market and what's going on. So in my personal opinion, I've seen a lot of ups and downs in, uh, over my career. Mm -hmm. uh, in my personal opinion, do I think uh, we sh should expect uh, cooling down? Uh, yeah, I, I, I could see our market uh, slowing down a bit. Uh, in terms of activity and sales, I think inventory will start to climb again really slowly. Remind you, we still have a lot of buyers out there and not enough inventory. But with everything happening right now around town, uh, with the government talking about the cooling off period, right? there's a whole mm -hmm. lot of things that are going to help contribute to the reason why I'm saying it, it might slow down. One of the reasons why is uh, usually traditionally not including the last year, traditionally November, December, January are slower months. Yeah. Uh, now that we have the cooling off period that the government's talking about, interest rates rising with also the months that we're in, now we have a, this event that occurred, most likely will cause buyers to take a step back and be like, well, wait a minute, why don't I just stop and not go so crazy and Let's see how the market's going to uh, be in the new year. Um, mm. Let's see if there's more inventory coming out. I think sales will slow down a little bit, not like not 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 like crazy. I'm not saying there's going to be a drop where we have hypothetically a hundred house sold today. I don't expect you know only that to drop down to twenty or anything. Yeah, but yeah. I, I do expect a virus to slow down a bit. I saw it actually with one of my open houses that we just did it over the weekend. Uh, we, we ended up selling it, but um, we had, it was an older growth too. So a lot of questions I did get were about, well, is this home going to be affected with all the floods and everything? So one of the things that happened was on Saturday, we had about, I think, maybe 35 to 40 confirmed appointments. And on Sunday, we had roughly almost around the same. Oh, wow. And then what ended up happening, though, the reality was, 
we only maybe had around 10 to 12 total that came. So that's a big difference of what happened two weeks ago. You know, we would expect lineups at the door. Usually, Rick, you know, our open houses, we get 50 to 100 people there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely this time, <laughs> yeah this, this time it was nowhere near to those numbers. So okay. we, we did, but we did have those serious buyers that came out. The ones that are really, really, really looking. I guess yeah. the ones that are more passively looking mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's just see if it's out there. Let's see if we can do something. They didn't really show up. Got you. Right. So we had, even though we had less showings, we had the showings that were with more serious buyers that are ready to pull the trigger. I'm still seeing subject free offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm guess I'm going getting at is I'm already seeing a decline of interest in activity in terms of how many people are coming out to view these properties. Do you think that might just be because of the season as well? Typically around this time of year, things slow down in general as well, like for real estate. Traditionally, I would say yes, Rick. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, like you know, the last year this, this market's been a little bit crazy. We still have a lot of buyers and not enough uh, inventory. But I think that the the months that were the month that we're in. Uh, the cooling off period that's been announced by the government, the interest rates, there's a whole bunch of things adding to why we're having a decrease in activity uh, coming up. So uh, to answer your question, again, from what you previously asked me, do I see uh, the first quarter being a little bit slower? I would, I would assume so. I, 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 everything is there to give it reason why it should slow down. Now, obviously, we are we are in a market that's driven more by emotions rather than statistical information. Yep, yep, definitely. So the advice I'm giving or the opinion I'm getting is based on more of an educated uh, reason that you know we have this happening there, we have that happening there, we have this happening here. So everything's in place for it to go this way. But end of the day, emotions trump all when it comes to real estate. If if somebody wants to buy, they really, 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 really want to buy then they're not going to care for external factors. They're going to buy. Now, it just matters as do we have majority people still thinking that way or have people come to a realization saying, maybe I should slow down and really take a stronger look at this and stronger look at what's going on. And do I really want to be paying these numbers? Yeah. I mean, everything's just, it just seems like everything's getting so expensive so quickly, like very fast um, in terms of, you know, the pricing for homes uh, here, especially in the lower mainland. It's just been absolutely crazy. I'm just curious to see what's going to happen next year, you know, especially since like, I know we touched on it on the last episode as well about the interest rates, you know, since then um, they're talking about potentially doing two increases next year, right? Both being about 25 points each in terms of increasing the interest rate. Now, do you feel that's a big enough increase if we if they were to do that in the first quarter do you feel that that's gonna that might be the straw that broke the camel's back essentially even for like a lot of people and then stacking inflation on top of that with these ridiculous gas prices the cost of shipping just skyrocketing as well it's up like 500 percent or something like that recently and i think it's going up even more um don't quote me on that but i'm <laughs> pretty confident in saying that right nobody holds us liable out there but uh, just 
the work shortage as well, just, um, you know, it just seems for me personally, it just seems like a lot of people are maybe not wanting to work or don't feel like they need to work as much. I don't know if that was like Serb maybe doing that or a combination of things. People just sitting at home. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> like, But these things are definitely going on. There's no denying that. But do you feel that that much of an increase could have such a substantial amount going into the first quarter next year if that were to happen? OK, so it's a good question, Rick. Uh, in terms of the mortgage increase, Personally, I don't see the interest rate having such a huge factor if we just consider it on its own. We, right now, well, we've been fortunate enough in the lower mainland to have very low interest rates for a little while now. But you got to remember, before these rates jumped down to what they were, you know, some people are getting a 1.75, some people are getting 1.5, and right now even at 2.2. You got to remember, before these numbers were at these numbers, people were still going crazy at 3%. Yeah. Right. So do I think it's going to have a huge impact? No. But if we add that in with everything else and we add that in with um, buyers being educated and figuring out what's going on and saying that, hey, well, this is happening. That's happening. That's happening. Should I take a step back and uh, slow down? Then definitely, I, I think that the interest rate will have an impact if it's in combination with everything else. If it was just by itself and we didn't have the government talking about the cooling off period, we didn't have these unfortunate events that occurred, I don't think that would make such a huge, huge difference. But you also got to remember, it depends on what price point we're looking at, too. If we're looking at someone that's looking at buying a home at $2 million or a $1.8 million that has maybe two suites in it, then it won't make that big, 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 huge of an impact because that might be an additional increase of maybe $300 on their monthly mortgage. And if $300, and I go to my clients, if, if $300 is a make or break it for you on your mortgage or whether you buy this home or not, then this is not the right home for you. Yeah. Right? That's, it's, 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 you're, you're, you're looking too expensive then because $300 shouldn't be okay. Well, if I, if I don't get, if I have to pay $300 more a month, uh, there's no way I can afford it. You, well, then you shouldn't be looking at the home in the first place because there's a lot of factors, just let alone the interest rate that can hurt you. You know, you can, unfortunately, some people lose their jobs, right? Yeah, well, definitely. losing your job in general will, will hurt with your mortgage payments. How about if you're uh, one of your tenants, that because you're, you're, uh, you're um, uh, relying on the rental income, how about if one of your tenants decides to leave and you can't rent out that suite for three months, hypothetically? Ooh. Right. Yeah. Well, forget that three hundred dollars. That three hundred dollars won't make a huge difference. That monthly rental is going to make a huge thing. So, if it's a matter of just you know a few point increase here and there, I don't think it's going to have a crazy dive impact on our market. The main thing here is that we need inventory. There's no inventory, right? That's what the major thing here is. What if we're just stuck yeah. in this phase with like really low inventory? Because historically, uh, sorry guys, I can't recite where I read this article, but I read it somewhere recently. But they were saying that over the last like X amount of years, we've been in a supply shortage in a sense. The demand's been basically too high for the supply to keep up, it, like especially in our areas here, right? Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. Like in most cases. Now, what if we're actually stuck in that scenario going forward into next year and maybe beyond that, right? I mean, is it possible? Like, what if we're is just things kind of stay stagnant or they kind of like slowly just keep creeping up, creeping up. And then people are just kind of like, there's still bidding wars going on, you know, and it's just continuing this. Well, I mean, to add, it's a good question, Rick, but to answer that question about inventory, it's we have to look at why there, there's so less inventory up there. 
right? Um, we have so yeah. many buyers right now that are, you know, that want to buy, purchase, purchase, purchase. So, you know, if you have one home and you have 30 people looking at it, that means you have potentially 29 other people that are still looking to buy a different home, even when that home sells, right? That's right. So the, the, the main thing here, what I've actually been t- talking to people about, it's not really the home prices that's driving this market, right? The fact that the banks are still giving out money yes. to approve these home transactions, in my opinion, right? That's how you control the market. If if about the cooling off period and all these things, I don't think that's really going to help us at all. If anything, that actually might make things worse. You know, they're they're putting this. Uh, up we'll talk a lot more about it in a different show. Maybe you're getting way more detail on it, but by introducing you know seven day rescission period or uh, kind of like a subject period type of thing where the buyers can back out even after making um giving their deposit well that slows down the process making that property off the market for another seven days and it basically ties that up so if everyone's doing that and tying up properties that would also contribute to the low inventory that's right Right? that that was actually my next question for you right um Mm -hmm. for a lot of our listeners who who might not be aware i just wanted to actually touch on that that you know the government was said in a press release uh very recently that it plans to introduce a cooling off period by spring next year 2022 right for home purchases across the province all over uh very similar to what jeff was just talking about the seven day cooling off option that's already in place for pre-construction sales of condos right so yeah jeff if you could just elaborate on that a little more and how you think that you know will affect the market going to 2022 will that continue to maybe have a shortage of inventory still or you know do you think that might open it up obviously that making it way tougher for realtors and buyers and sellers as well right it could just be frustrating just you well, know, because see, see, i don't think this cooling up period is a solution to handle low inventory that has nothing really to do with low inventory if anything that's going to keep the property off the market for a longer period of time making it unavailable to buy that one particular property this thing here is is quote unquote to protect the buyer who wanted to go subject free right without an inspection is for them to have a second thought like hey do i really want this property right Mm -hmm. it it has nothing really to do with the inventory aspect like you said in my opinion i think it's actually going to make the inventory problem worse because you're not just going to tie properties yeah. Right. And and I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to get into the whole legal ramifications of this. Mm-hmm. But rescission period again, another seven days after you've decided that you wanted to buy the property after you've given your deposit. The question there is, well, how do we know that they wrote the offer in good faith? Are we just yeah. having some buyer going around tying up five different properties, ten different properties with this uh, backout clause very easily? Well, then if there's one buyer, particularly if one buyer, the very savvy buyer. And ties up three properties. Well, that's three properties that the public can't get access to. Exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's actually going to hurt and, and make less properties available. I know I was asking about this before. That's right. Like, I don't see how that would open up more inventory or kind of be a solution to what the housing crisis issue that we're having right now. I just think that the government might have might be implementing this just to kind of do something to show that we're doing something. But realistically, me personally, I don't think it makes any sense to, you know, actually cooling off the market or whatever they're trying to do. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I'm still scratching my head. Right. That's why I wanted to talk about it on this podcast with you. Well, right. I'd, I'd be curious to know what their rationale was around how they got to this point of how we're going to try to uh, cool off the market. I don't see how this is. A, I mean, they, they call this such a, a scary name. 
like cooling off period. It, it hints that, you know, by bringing this in, it's going to make the market slow down. But I'm still failing to see what points that I have to, what points they made that's going to actually bring the market down. If anything, it's going to create less inventory. Yeah, that's what I would right? think. So yeah. I, I, I just, I'm waiting to see what the rationale is behind this. In my opinion, you want to slow down the market, start regulating the people who give the money. I mean, you're regulating the, if you're trying to regulate the real estate industry with the realtors who give the keys, we just give you the keys. Right? <laughs> yeah, the banks, they're the ones that give you the money. But remember the banks, when they, when you go buy a property, majority of the time, if not all the time, they're going to send an appraiser out there, right? Yeah, to appraise yeah. the property to see if the bank wants to lend the money on that property. Well, that's when the bank can say, well, I see that you bought this for 1.8 million, but I only see this being worth 1.5. So no, we can't give you the loan on what you want. Yeah, no doubt. Right? <laughs> so where's the regulation there? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's, it's so true. You know, going next year is going to be a very interesting year, just like uh, this year was as well. But, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Was there anything else you wanted to add there, Jeff? Before? I know you're busy doing showings today there. Oh, anything no, okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm literally driving in a circle because I can't get out of the car. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, oh, basically, I mean, to, to sum up quickly what you were saying yeah. about what my thought was on the next year market, I yeah. think we, we will see a little bit of a slowdown. If we go by what the surrounding environment is telling us, right? Mm -hmm. I think we should expect a slowdown. We should expect a little more inventory to come out uh, if everything uh, starts syncing up together. Now, like I said, the cooling off period, not a fan of it. It's not making sense. It's there to protect the buyer, but it's there to protect that one buyer. But what happens if that one buyer starts taking advantage of it? Where's the protection there? Where's the protection to the seller? Right. You know, there's going to be some time wasters. That's inevitable. Oh, I mean, come on, Rick. I mean, we deal with some of them. <laughs> I know. Right? I know. That's why I'm laughing kind of, right? Like, it's super common that we're going to run into that issue. And just like right? people just wasting time. <laughs> they might not even well, be meaning to do it, but, you know, they, it's just the way it is. Personally, what I think is going to happen is, you know, the last time the government did something similar to this was when they were talking about the assignment or quote unquote shadow flipping when the uh, elections were around the corner. But, you know, surprise, surprise, what's happening again? Elections around the corner, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, again. I've heard about right? that too. So what I think might happen, personally, I mean, like I said, I'm not in politics. I'm not sure. I think what's going to happen, they're probably going to come out with some new lovely forms for realtors to get clients to sign and saying, you know, do you recognize this? Do you waive your right to this? Do you this, that, this, that? I think it's going to come to forms because uh, either that or lawyers are going to have a nice bunch of files on their desk about offers not written in good faith. Yeah. Right, which which slowed down deals and created more headaches. So, like I said, my opinion, I think we should be expecting a little bit of a slowdown. But then again, we our market has been crazy where we thought that things were going to slow down. We thought things would slow down and then things spike back up. Yeah. We're very emotionally driven down here in, in the, our lower, lower mainland real estate market. Some people might not like understand what's going on here who are not from BC or whatever, but it's just been insane. This year has been so crazy. <laughs> oh, it has. It's, 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 been, uh, it's been one of the most frustrating times being a realtor um, in, in my career. And a lot of people saying, oh, you realtors must love it. You must have so much fun. Not really, because <laughs> we sell the property. Then where the hell is our buyer going to go buy? 
And that's the problem right now too, right? Super, super big problem. Yeah, we had a sale on one of our other properties, fantastic price. Then our seller last minute decided, hey, well, you know what? Maybe we should wait because uh, I'm worried about buying something. <laughs> yeah, what happened right? in that scenario? <laughs> that scenario, the house didn't sell. Now we're trying to find something for them to buy. So it, it, it and, and now in that scenario too, we got the low inventory. We couldn't sell this property, which now, well, that was another problem because now we can't sell that property, right? And we can't find yeah. a property to buy. So the sale never happened. So Took place. Me personally, I think that this might just continue on for a bit as well. You know, definitely going into next year. But I got to see how that plays out. You know, it'd be very uh, interesting to see how, very, how very the uh, changes and how everything comes around. Very interesting to see. Real quick, I, I won't take up too much of your time there, Jeff. Wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who was affected with the recent flooding in uh, Sumas Prairie and Fraser Valley area, Abbotsford, Chilliwack, Hope, uh, the landslides, any area I've missed. Um, just devastating, just devastating. And I'm wishing everyone the best out there. I was actually out there DJing for an event just uh, literally a day before all this happened. And uh, shout out to everyone else uh, who's been helping out. Abbotsford Disaster Relief Fund, Chilliwack Search and Rescue, uh, Mamas for Mamas, BC, SPCA, Abbotsford Food Bank. There's all these other GoFundMes, United Way BC, obviously Red Cross, Disaster Aid Canada, Langley Animal Protection Society. I'm going to be putting some links in the description of the YouTube video as well, where you guys can also help donate. Um, you know, it's just devastating and I'm wishing everyone all the best. And thank you for everyone who's been helping out and donating and just giving extra handouts uh, to those who need it. Things can happen out of nowhere. And it's just another reminder that these things can happen. Like, I don't know where. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. Definitely. All right. And then to my next question before I let you go here, Jeff, uh, is there any Christmas bonus happening this year for me, buddy? Christmas what? <laughs> Christmas bonus. You want a Christmas bonus? <laughs> yeah, why don't you stop doing phone interviews and then we get in person so we can get people to see and then we'll talk about your bonus. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I think we'll end off with that one. <laughs> All right, Rick. Talk to you guys soon. And uh, uh, thanks everyone for always tuning in. And, uh, I'm going to sign off for Rick so you can continue your part, but uh, I got to get going. Okay, guys, we're going to sign out on that one. Like, comment, and subscribe to this channel if you want to learn all about living in British Columbia. And if you're thinking about moving anywhere in British Columbia or to British Columbia, you know the number to call. It'll be down below. We'd love to help you guys out. British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. We're signing out. See you later, everybody, on the next one.